Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Soul Talk. Today we have with us Isha Bakai, who is currently pursuing her Bachelor of Science and is specializing in biology from York University, Canada. In her free time, Isha loves reading, drawing, watching TV, and is an advocate of female empowerment. We get to be talking about acceptance, what it means in the broader context, why it's important, what role our society plays, and a lot more. Enjoy! Isha, actually, this is the first podcast I'm having online, and you're talking to me all the way from Pakistan. How have you been? I have been well. I've, I'm very honored that I am the, the one you have chosen <laughs> yeah so uh what have you been doing these days i am in my second year of university i yeah. study in canada but because yeah. of the pandemic i am back home in pakistan so i'm doing it online oh now that's awesome what's it like do you do you enjoy studying online what's it like for you right now Do you still have classes I, going on? I do have classes going on. They uh, like my uh, winter semester just started uh, this week. And I honestly don't love it. I know a lot of people <laughs> are very happy with studying online and getting to study in pajamas. <laughs> I miss I, I miss school. You miss the yeah 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 yeah. Now it's also the aspect of meeting people that comes into play as well because at the end of the day it's not just a degree you're getting it's it's you're also like the one of the reason the major reason you you want to study abroad is to get the experience and to meet the right people yeah yeah exactly so because i i fought a lot with family members to <laughs> just go just go abroad and now it's it's not that fun that i yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm doing a degree but i'm not getting the experience that i wanted Yeah. And the funny thing is that my dad is very happy because he didn't want me to go in the first place and now he's like oh <laughs> you're getting a degree but you're still here. <laughs> yeah man. And um uh, like the way I see it is that one way or another whatever is happening is just kind of happening for a reason. And sometimes like delays that are happening are somewhat good for you. it's just that you can't see at the moment why they're good for you like i come from a kind of uh i don't come from but i i i tend to be kind of add like a religious connotation to it so um i i i believe all of that so for me even when i came to australia my visa kept getting delayed and i i thought that i might not even get this semester so what ended up happening was that uh, the 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 residential college where i was going to live it got all booked out because they knew i wasn't going to going to come so when i came last moment when my when my when my visa eventually came i found out that when i came i got a really big room and and recently i found out the reason i got that room was because my visa got delayed and since they got all booked out they gave me a room they would usually give to tutors so it just gave me a lot of hope i i i began to see all the things all the delays all the negativity as something that would teach me something 
or it would be better for me in one way or another so uh yeah man that's that's how i kind of see it and i guess you, i guess you lucked out but <laughs> i do think that it requires a lot of patience and faith to just think that everything is happening for a reason like in the, in the broad picture yes you do see it down the road that yes this was meant to happen for this to happen or this was meant to happen for me to avoid something bad like a friend of mine his his he was supposed to go to canada with me and his visa kept getting delayed mm-hmm. and just a, just a few days ago he he told me i would have been stuck there during the pandemic because i was lucky to get out what when i when i could and the next day all flights got cancelled oh, so he yeah. told me that there was a very high chance that throughout this entire pandemic he would have been stuck there alone in a dorm room and i i just thought that he was so upset when his visa got delayed and he had to take a gap year that now he was he was thankful absolutely so yeah man like some of the things you just find out the thing is that the way i see it is that if you remove all of this aspect then life is just too uncertain bro you can't hold on to one thing you'll keep crashing down but once you have the hope and you have the mindset that if something goes wrong like you know the general attitude the cliche one where they say that you should always be like if something is something goes wrong instead of saying why me say what is it trying to teach me so that kind of mindset is is very important and it just opens up a lot of opportunities for you because if you don't think that way then you will just fall down one one way or another in life it's just very hard to stay afloat and it's all about we we are here for a very limited time like we are going to die very soon and for some of us like how the pandemic came and people just went like that so it just gives more perspective on to how unpredictable this human life is so we just have like little time and we just need to stay afloat and make the best of the time we can so it's better we stay in a very positive mindset rather than um being kind of pessimistic about it i know it comes it it sounds really hard and it sounds like i'm just saying things but at the end of the day when you actually start to ponder over things it's it's what it comes down to now i feel like it does take a certain amount of optimism to have this approach to life that oh something went wrong why did it go wrong it might have a better outcome down the down the line but until that better outcome comes and you can look back and say oh this needed to happen oh yeah you yeah, yeah, you you you're, you're not happy you're you're frustrated you're annoyed you're there's a lot that goes in and mm-hmm. i don't think it's that all that bad for telling people or shaming people that oh you should be happy because it is going to work out in the long 100%, run 100% 100% you can't 100%. expect that yeah yeah that. you you can't you can't have until like what i understood you can't have hope until unless you you go through all of that and at the end you see that in the end it turns out to be positive what 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 people lack especially youngsters is i think the lack of a mentor for example i was kind of lucky in the sense that 
I was born in a family where all of my cousins were when I was born were in their early twenties or early thirties. So when I grew up, I always had people around me who would counsel me and who would tell me a lot of things. So, uh, but a lot of people what they struggle with is they they they, they struggle with finding the right mentor or someone they can look up to because. at the end of the like you mentioned it's not always possible to stay optimistic sometimes you fall down and it's completely normal it's a human reaction to feel, feel bad if you don't feel bad there's something wrong with you bro so um mm-hmm. what you lack is a mentor someone you can look up to yeah but that again if you do have a mentor there is this reaction that for example if i failed a test i studied really hard for yeah but because because of that i eventually ended up dropping the subject and taking up something that formed my career from that mm-hmm. one subject i yeah. know down the line failing that failing that test was essential for me yeah. to get on the path that led me to that uh, career path mm-hmm. but if someone came up to me a mentor or whoever and said that you failing this test is okay because it's going to work out in the long run i'm not going to accept that i'm still going to be frustrated i'm still going to feel bad because i work really hard and, so and there's yes, nothing nothing a, wrong with that yeah a, yeah having a mentor is definitely very helpful i always looked up to my parents but i they did not really talk to me when it came to guiding me so there yeah. was a lot of frustration on my part but then again i i think back i don't think it would have changed all that much if i would if someone would have told me it's going to work out because let's be let's be real when people say it's going to work out in the end you want to punch them cuz you don't like what they're saying you don't like what the yeah. the thing is that when you feel bad even if a mentor says or something that it's going to work out in the long run then firstly like one he's just making an assumption right secondly the thing is that um the the thing is that if 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 he's just being like it's going to work out in the end he's not giving you the big picture and he's just he's he doesn't really have an answer that's why he's saying it's going to work out in the end what he, he should do he is he should know. give you yeah yeah he, so what he should he do other than know. just telling you it's going to work out in the end is to actually tell you where how many different paths you can try and what path you should take so yeah, that's where the right someone... mentor also uh, also plays a role you can't you can't have a random person as a mentor you need to have no, someone that's true that's true Uh, someone yeah. who can practically lay out what your path is now is a good person to have around definitely someone yeah, who yeah. can rationalize you like if i if i fail that test and he, someone comes up to me and says okay now that that is over here are your options what do you honestly 100% 100% that, that's, that's that is something that is very important i 100% agree yes mm. and even if someone is very 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 ultra optimistic about something say say the people who do who practice yoga and things like that who say that they live in a very good state of mind 
through meditation and things like that even then though though those sort of person people also experience sadness or grief whenever things don't go the way you want them to go and it's dude it's 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 how nature fashioned it as and it's it's 100% natural to feel bad if something doesn't go the way you want it to go what's wrong is oh, to yeah. stay in that mindset and getting stuck in that mindset and like blaming everything on others and on the world for whatever went wrong with you you just need to like open up your mind more and that just comes from i guess like either as you grow older you realize or you or you probably read and you discover all of that through that or maybe you have a mentor who can guide you through all of that what you need well, is guidance yeah you you can't always be uh, always always be optimistic about everything because it's also a, such a thing as toxic positivity because you need that Absolutely. lows yeah, 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 you yeah, need yeah. lows to actually understand how important and how good the highs are you can't mm-hmm. feel happiness if you don't know what sadness is 100% so, i i second that yeah. like for me personally i have a friend of mine um and watch watch with him is that he's always in the mindset of extreme positivity and what hap- what ends up hap- like he doesn't want to feel experience any other emotion rather than happiness and what ends up happening is the, that the more he runs towards being happy the more sadness comes after him so all these human emotions that you are given sadness grief happiness anxiety stress excitement all of these make us human bro they they are the reason for they they basically have a reason for existence and if if they weren't there then life wouldn't be um as good and like you mentioned earlier that to experience happiness you actually need to experience sadness to be able to tell the difference between that so all of these yeah, are kind exactly. of like blessings yeah if you if, if someone if i always want to be happy i i would not recommend this but i could just get high and i would get happy <laughs> but that's not the point of life <laughs> 100% point yeah, of actually yeah. living and fulfilling and actually getting that high from working to from working for it or experiencing what went into getting it because it's Absolutely. all about journey yeah 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 and it's it's about like the way i see it is life is about um facing your problems and solving them and it's not about running away from your problems and being like blaming the world for whatever you're in you need to do the best you can and keep like solving your problem like the, the way i see it is in our life one problem comes we solve it and another problem comes and then we solve it and life keeps going on what we don't realize while solving all of those problems is that we are growing older and with time we're just getting closer and closer towards death and that's a that's an that's a perspective that really helps me stay more focused on to things that really matter and i think that's kind of it's a it's, it's sort of a pessimistic not pessimistic but it, it sort of could be ha- could have a negative connotation to it as well because you're always there's a slightly there's a slightly yeah. morbid approach i am going to say yeah that that you're kind of using death to be more productive but at the end of the day um 
that is not something you should actually be scared of bro it's something um like natural we see trees around us they spring to life and then they die and then they and then like this is we just see nature around us and we see other things dying and stuff but what we don't realize is that we are part of the same nature as well and we just have like very limited time and we just need to use it properly with things that matter it doesn't have to be being productive it could be spending time with 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 a loved one it could be just doing things that matter to you yeah that's true i feel like a lot of people also have this need to fill their lives with money or goals or career and always jumping to the next and not actually experiencing life because yes there are you do have a certain amount of days on this earth but not all of those days need to be lived like they're your last yes they should be but then it's it's okay to enjoy life like if you did not spend every day being productive that's okay you still live 100% bro i agree with that the thing is that some people they find love in the thing is that you might for example say that um you are i don't know being like studying or making money is is not the higher goal of yours and it doesn't give you a lot of happiness and it and you don't feel that you you feel that you're only doing it when you're being productive whereas someone else might think that being productive actually gives them inner happiness and i feel like if it does then there's no harm in doing that because it's something that they feel good about for some people it might be socializing like i have a friend of mine he he's not much into studies but he he's so much into meeting people and according to him it gives him a lot of pleasure pleasure when he interacts with people and he just keeps socializing and stuff so everyone has everyone is absolutely different and everyone has a different way of seeing the world and everyone has a different way of achieving that happiness so there's that aspect that yeah. comes into play as well definitely but as long as what sorry <clears throat> as long as what you're using is a way to make you happy then no one cares what that thing is yeah. because what what i meant to say was that it's it's okay if you don't get that high paying job because because you didn't spend all day working for that job because Absolutely. when yeah, yeah, when yeah. goals when goals beca- become a chore and they remove that sense of fulfillment from it and the sense of happiness is removed from it then it's not worth it but yeah if being productive does bring you joy then go ahead do what you want yeah 100% and what a lot of people don't realize is that money is not like a lot of people's definition of success is just having more money but if that money comes at the expense of you working 12 hour days and not having any time for yourself or your family then that money is worthless you're actually because more important than money is how much time you like how how you utilize that time so if you're just grinding and just 
making a lot of money but you don't have time for yourself then that money is not useful yeah oh definitely um, my mom has this saying that i don't want gold plates on my grave and even though she says that when it comes to spending money i think yeah. it's also very important about living your life because if you spend your entire day earning and your mm. bank account is very yeah. full then what are you going to do with that all that yeah. money if you if you don't have time to mm. use it if you mm. don't have time to enjoy it i agree i agree so like money should always be like seen as a tool rather than tool in the sense that it fulfills your necessities but after that it should just be seen to help people around you and the society as a whole or just get better so that you can improve the world so money should just be seen as a tool rather than a necessity or something like that necessity necessity in the sense that more than you know extravagance and things like that money is a necessity of course we live in a capitalist world mm-hmm. but money doesn't replace happiness and i, I feel agree. like that is something that a lot of people still like i've i've seen a lot of jokes that oh people say that money doesn't bring me happiness but i haven't seen anyone sad on a jet ski or i haven't seen anyone <laughs> sad uh, riding uh, on a mercedes i'm like yeah sure but it, like you you're making fun of a joke but the point to stand that if that person is alone in that mercedes i don't think he's half as happy as you think he is 100% like money like i agree that money can bring you happiness in the sense that if you use the money right if you're using the money to buy you more time in the sense that you can use buy you more time as in buying for example like gadget that would make you more productive then you can use that time that you're saving up to spend with your family so indirectly the same money is helping you buy more time which you can use to spend with your family but at the end of the day just accumulating money for the sake of having a lot of money will not buy you happiness is yeah, is the way i see it yeah definitely like you hear all of these uh, people like i don't want to name any but <laughs> yeah. they they're rich they're like filthy rich and they don't end up paying their workers they try to cut mm. corners everywhere i'm like they're they're millionaires what are yeah. you going to do with all that money <laughs> yeah percent so sometimes like back to the topic that it's sometimes better to let go of for example that high paying job or that university or college or something like that that would at the end of the day just just maybe give you less value and take more things away from you for example there is no point pursuing a career that you kind of don't enjoy and it just ends up taking all of your time away even if it makes you a lot of money then it it's kind of no point going after it sometimes you just need to unplug yourself and see from a very third person perspective onto your situation and and then make big decisions in your life and at the end of the day sorry i'm saying too much but at the end of the day um you don't know anyone you don't know yourself at the end of the day you know yourself better than anyone else so 
that is something you need to consider and you need to sometimes stop hearing what the world is saying and the what the world wants you to do and you need to ask yourself about what you want and make decisions yes you yeah. so if sorry go I on i feel the the flip side is that or like the counter, counter argument to that i'm afraid is but what if i don't have the luxury to leave my high paying or medium paying job because i have a family to support i have so i don't have the luxury to give up my job you know, because you know what you should read isha there's a book called richest man in babylon you must have heard of it if if i feel like every single person should read that book and if you can't leave that job then just stick with it but at the same time keep saving money um for example having enough expenses for the next 6 months keep saving even if dude everyone can save i don't know 10% of whatever they are no matter how how poor they are honestly they can cut back on some things and and like if not everyone then at least 90% or 95% of the people can save 10% of what they are earning and then use that money and save up for for your investments in the sense that or in the sense that you're saving up for emergency funds to the next 6 months and then give up on your job and look for something else there's no because the thing is if you strive for a job which you don't like the thing is you're not really giving back to the company either you're kind of just working to get the money but you're not helping the company as such you just you're just in a very negatively uh unproductive mindset you're in the you're just in the state that you just want to earn money to help the family and then earn money and help the family and then the cycle repeats you need to kind of actually find out what what works for you and what doesn't okay i don't disagree of course like i do agree people should follow what uh, what makes them happy rather than what just earns them mm-hmm. but hypothetically say yeah. that this person did save for 6 months yeah. and on a whim he goes and he quits his job and he can't find another one in a field where he has fun where he enjoys it and his 6 months or whatever he saved up runs out what mm-hmm. then because a lot of people for this very reason can't take that leap of faith because we and live and they just get get stuck in the cycle i feel like yeah. in that sense like the aspect of faith really comes in and like from from like islamic tradition i was just reading somewhere that if if god puts a hardship in your way um and uh, either he's going to catch you when you fall or he's going to teach you how to fly so that really resonates with me in the sense that if things don't work out the way you want them to be then either there's like a big meaning behind it in the sense that it it will kind of shape you towards the person you should be in the sense that would actually derive you more happiness or things would work out one way or another no one is in the end actually like gonna die bro 
in the sense that like people could but it's like very unlikely to die because you lost a job and in that process it's up to you how you even if dude if you're employed for a time nowadays we have the internet we live in the 21st century you could easily like upgrade your skills and start um working online or things like that so the thing is that if you have the mindset that it's going to work out then it will in the end so i feel like that mindset needs to be built yeah i feel like that is a level of optimism that not a lot of people have and that comes from knowledge and that just comes from experience and um like i said mentors So if I look at my own example of of loss I would say that when I was 14 my grandfather uh from my dark side he passed away and he was the sort of person who was like always like my ideal in the sense that he achieved a lot in the world and he also was like very a, a very spiritual person so he was always the role model of mine and I just held him high in regards and the thing was that i never even like hadn't like experienced the loss of a dear one ever in my life and i just thought everyone's just going to live forever or something like that like i i i did find out about people dying on the news or things like that but his death really the, just struck me Yeah, it was all the far away things, and it was just so unexpected. I, I didn't even question, like, think about one day he could die as well or something like that. So when he died, it just, I just felt lost. I felt like I lost track of everything. And from kind of being a very spiritual person, I got onto a very um, shaky path in the sense that I, I, I would just. I don't know I I I can't really explain but it just became very different for me life became very different for me like experiencing loss experiencing him dying just struck me in a very different way and I couldn't recover from it for a while and um yeah so it's it sometimes we take a lot of people around us for granted and we think they're going to stay with us stick with us forever but what we don't realize is that we don't have any of that in our hands and like that's where like fate struck in and like molds the path for you and that is when you just need to like mourn as well but also kind of move on and accept well yeah i feel like there are ways to accept a death or anything that may have happened but there's also it's also very important to heal from mm. that loss and 100%. not just expect to be okay the next day yeah 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 100% 100% a lot, a lot of people have this mentality that you are not allowed to grieve to grieve to mourn ha huh. it's not expected of you you should yeah and i think yeah. it's very toxic mentality to not 100% i agree that. i agree with that it's yeah. it's like i like you we were talking earlier about 
happiness, sadness, grief, and things like that being human emotions. If the thing is this, the same way, this um, mourning is also human emotion. And when you, when you suppress these human emotions, they come out in your life in one way or another. You might think that, oh yeah, man, this person died and I'm totally okay. And he was really close to me. And I, I, I was sad, but I held my sadness in. But that you holding your sadness in will come out in your life in one way or another and you will just not just you know not be able to hold it in it might not come out as sadness but you might be angry at someone else extremely angry or something like that you might develop a condition or something oh yeah yeah definitely from someone like me who has spent um a long time running away from dealing with her emotions dealing with a lot of things because I wasn't ready to accept them. I wasn't ready to deal with a lot in my house. Generally, like I, I have a uh, disability and for a good 15, 20 years, well, I'm, I'm 21 right now and yeah. no, not 20 years, but like only recently have I learned and I'm still on that path to yeah. accept that I am that person. So much so that I had created two Ishas in my head. One was um, a perfectly normal one who did not have any disability. And then there was one who did, who was, she's the one who dealt with people staring. She's the one who dealt with surgeries. And then there was Isha who I wanted to be and that the and then the other Isha would just go in a box and I would lock her up. And because of that, a couple of years down the line, I would have moments in which I would have the realizations that I am the same Isha. I am the one who is who does have a disability. And coming to terms with that because I had suppressed it for so long. Made, made made it so much harder to deal with because the emotion was just a lot. Like it was piling on from years and years of suppression. And when it all comes down, I was a wreck. And I feel like people don't understand the importance of dealing with emotions and, and understanding and dealing with stuff there and then. Because I also grew up in a household where I was so pampered. I was so... Mm. Um, looked after that people didn't even talk about the fact that it was there like I I was just a normal person and I was happy I was a very happy kid but then I also realized that I a big part of me was almost kept from me and I Mm -hmm. kept it from myself so I just didn't deal with it and that's very toxic that's horrible and then when I looked around I realized Yes, not a lot of people have a disability. So my my um, example might have been extreme, but they do this with so much. They do this with grief. They do this with a, a past relationship that went wrong. They don't process these emotions and then they come out in ways that are harmful. They're harmful to you. They're harmful for, for the people around you. I alienated my entire family because I was going through a lot and that's not healthy on anyone. 
shit man yeah man i 100% agree with that and just kind of out of words but <laughs> if i if i if i relate it to my own example as well um like it's not as big i understand as what whatever you went through but like for me it was the fact that i started losing hair when i was 18 or something and it was like a genetic condition and i was just like very conscious about losing hair and i would just tell myself that i'm not losing hair even though i was losing hair so one day i was in the college um in karachi pakistan and what ended up happening was i went to the college and i wasn't wearing a cap or something and and the and one of my teachers he meets me and he says oh what's if you're going bald and when he said that i was like no i'm not and he's like yes you are and then yeah, the, the sense I, of denial right right yeah the sense of denial and even though a part of me i was knew that i was going bald i did not want to accept that and him just saying something that was so true just shattered me and i was like shit dude what do i do like my life is just going to end now like i'm going to go bald and i'm old already and i wouldn't be able to make friends and things like that and i just grew into like sort of a shell of a person i started to cover myself a lot cover my head a lot since i would not go out unless i wear a hat or i would not comb my hair in a i would always like comb my hair in a certain way so that it would hide my baldness away or something mm-hmm. um and i even got scammed once in one of the places in karachi where someone convinced me to buy um an expensive hair product and that went the streets of sadar a very um, what do you call it a very like the the big marketplace of karachi and and like all of that happening kind of made me realize that there's more to life than just focusing on your the things like you go through like i i i'm just talking about from my perspective in my small world my my hair is like the biggest problem that could happen to anyone but when we look when i when i looked outside that bubble and when i saw like people going through so many things and i and then realizing that i'm kind of like blessed in a lot of ways and being in the mindset that hair is not something that defines your any of the physical things that you have is not 100% the way um like you should define yourself it's it's about how you define yourself rather than how should society define you that really matters and after that like with time i just grew out of it and i realized that um hair is not something that i know like hair would have been good if i if i had um a full head of hair or something like that but then at the end of the day it's more about like it's it's more about what gives me happiness rather than what i perceive as happiness about 
um according to what the society says and now like pretty comfortable i i shave my head off and i i actually pull the look off and i and i love how it looks so it's more about um accepting your um your your weaknesses and when you accept them that's when it actually gives you more strength so and that kind of that kind of just comes from experience time and knowledge again yeah, definitely and i i just wanted to uh, point out that you told me that you were scammed by someone in in sadr <laughs> yeah and the funny thing is this scamming was just a way to feed off of your insecurity he could 100% tell yes you wanted that and that is essentially our entire business model business model they yeah, pay yeah, on yeah. women who are conscious about being weight the uh, mm. the weight loss industry is a multi billion dollar industry mm. Mm. 100% you have god knows what kind of creams that this would happen that would happen even for guys um, do this and you'll grow hair do this and you'll i don't know what this is what we've been brainwashed to think that because you know how people say that um this this generation is so lucky that we had so like our parents say that we had to walk to school or we had you know the, j- the jokes that the parents have to do so much to just do normal things and we take stuff for granted i think people don't also realize the struggles that this generation has also ended up taking because with such a strong social media presence with everyone the insecurity levels have risen off the charts and that is why our multi billion dollar industries that feed are off flourishing the absolutely and and they say that oh sorry go on you know i'm saying that like my previous point that people say that this generation has it easier i don't mm-hmm. think we have it easier we have so many we have our own problems, problems yeah. yeah yeah we have uh, suicide rates are never have never been this high in teenage girls because of this complex of i am not as good as her and i should change myself to become as good as her mm-hmm. and absolutely this, yeah and, and like marketing is playing a huge role they say that like that's obvious but you, you absorb all the information that like most like 90% of the information that molds your mind through through your eyes and your ears and that's what the marketing companies are using to exploit the insecurities you might not even realize you had when you listen to music <laughs> like every oh, I... like every second you every few minutes you get an ad that talks about something that you should buy or when you look at for example youtube or tv or something like that all that they're doing is just targeting those insecurities dude if for example so i was just speaking to someone else. Sorry, sorry sorry i continue yeah yeah i was speaking I'm to not... someone um sorry i continue no i think something yeah yeah i was just saying that uh, when you were talking about this this very prime example comes to mind okay so i was um, i had my uh, winter break so i was mm-hmm. free so i was going through pinterest 
I'm sure you know what Pinterest, Pinterest is. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But, I'm not that so, uh, tech tech oldie or something. I was gonna tech savvy, <laughs> but tech savvy tech savvy is more um, someone who knows tech a lot. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm not doubting your tech ability. <laughs> yeah. But um, so anyway, so I was uh, looking at uh, I I stumbled across this video of this girl dressing up. For different looks like so she had oh summer look oh winter look oh and and I, I saw a bunch of those you know how you see one and then 10 more pop up so I saw oh, like yeah. a bunch of those and I could not believe it but I and I did not even go near anything like that but the, like I saw like five six videos the seventh video was a video on how to lose weight and how did that happen? Mm-hmm. And I realized that they, the videos of those uh, girls dressing up were thin and model-like. And mm-hmm. they automatically assumed that I would want to lose weight mm-hmm. after I see that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is the <laughs> thought of every girl. And this mm-hmm. is just one thing. And imagine mm-hmm. how many things they target. They tell they tell you oh you should you can look so good in this, but then later on they add but you should lose weight to be mm-hmm. like that. They and say I'm that like, these marketing companies know you better than your own self. Yeah, so, and I was I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, 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 bro. So <laughs> they're actually using ways like for example they actually hire psychologists and big people who who know how the human psyche operates to make people stay on these social media apps for longer and actually place the ads in a way that would make your make it more appealing to your eye or that would click to your mind like that so it's all being done in a very systematic way and a very planned way you you think that it's like mere coincidence but it's actually like a big thing going in the algorithm and how they're placing things to to just make money advertisements at least make sense right because they want you to click on something that they want you to purchase it but showing me a weight loss video oh yeah it's targeting me you know like you attack yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah so isha it was great speaking to you about all that we spoke today and i feel like if there are a few takeaways that the youth can take away from that from all of what we talk talked about is one of the things that I can just recall at the top of my mind that we spoke about was that it's okay to feel all the human emotions sadness anxiety anger whatever because all of these make you human and they're actually Mm -hmm. important for your existence and there's no use suppressing them so if someone says you can't be sad or you just need to be positive all the time they're actually being very toxic to you and Uh, uh, yes we we spoke about um, accepting that one it's okay to feel an emotion and two it's okay if something bad happens to you because it's happening for a reason and it's okay to know how to deal with it (laughs) absolutely and also the fact that sometimes it yes it's good to make mistakes and learn from them but also it's it's even better if you could learn from other people's mistakes and have a mentor or read books or things like that that would actually teach you 
as in add more years to your life in the sense that you don't have to do, go through all of those problems and learn from them but you can learn from other people's experiences oh yeah definitely but it's also okay to make your own mistakes 100% 100% there's no harm in that i agree with that i agree with that but also being open to the fact that you, you can learn from other people's mistakes as well um yeah, and also like yes um mourning if if you have a loved one that passes away it's completely natural to mourn for a while and mm-hmm. for as long as as you want but what's important to realize is that that person left and people just come and go in your life what you need to realize is that you should be trying to be at least malleable enough to move on and you can't always stick with one person and expect them to stay with you forever it's not how it works here yeah. definitely and it's also important to process the emotion of yeah, that person and kind of whatever you're going to process your emotion yeah because you, from, you can't put it put it in a box and pretend it yeah yeah, yeah yeah and and <laughs> process that emotion from a very third person perspective so for example you might be going through a very tough phase in your life or you might think everything is going wrong but when you actually tell that tell your whole situation from a person outside the box your friend or someone you realize he speaks to you in a way and, and that makes you think that dude whatever i was going through wasn't even big it was just some little thing that i was focusing all of my energy onto and it was being damaging to me in a way and it wasn't actually something um, big enough so and i was taking too much stress over it yeah but i feel like there's also a certain amount of confidence that needs to go in to be able to tell the other person what you're going through to get 100%, that 100% 100% 100% and um like it's it's getting a bit elongated but what what i what what strategy kind of works for me if if i don't really have someone who i can trust and talk to about whatever i'm going through for the fear that i might judge or something then writing also helps a lot so i tend to journal and that really helps me process my own thoughts better when i actually put them down on paper and that's something that really works for me um, so that is a strategy it, it it can be very cathartic if you aren't someone who easily opens up or mm. just doesn't have people around who can you 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 can talk to at that moment it's a, it's, it's it's a good thing right it's a good any for, form of venting any form of emotion processing is important absolutely yeah and you can't just um bottle all your emotions and expect um nothing to happen those emotions are going to come up one way or another in your life if you just force them for forcefully suppress them yeah anyways isha it was amazing speaking to you about all of this thank you so much for coming over on soul talk i i learned a lot thank you bye